Hey everybody, it's a me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me. Don't worry about it. This is the podcast. Uh, what's the uh, uh, pillow fort? That's the one. Pillow fort pub. That's the podcast we're doing. Wow, fucking amateur hour. All right. Um. Um. It is I, Flux, the the really professional guy, and uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts here, uh, His Act and Renezuo. Hello. And uh, today we have special guest Bunk Wizard. Welcome to the show, dude. It's Big Papa, bitch. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my! <laughs> it's a, kind of a kind of a rough start, but now it's getting sexy. <laughs> ASMR podcast? Don't worry, I got I got us covered. It's all for, good for for everyone who's who's actually uh, listening. We uh, Flux was talking about uh, starting up the podcast like right before we started up, and he's like, "Why do I got to start up? Why do I got to start?" And he's, "I'm gonna I'm gonna screw it up." And we're like, "No, no, it's great. You're great. You're great. Everything's great." <laughs> Yeah, and then I and then I actually thought about it. My yeah. head's like, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I don't understand. I, don't I feel like get... I feel like he was. It was an honest attempt. Like he was gonna try to not fuck it up. It felt honest. Yeah, man. Just, I mean, <laughs> overthought it. Overthought it. You know, it's like if you say uh, like whenever you say a word too many times, and then the word almost loses loses meaning. You're like, what? What is this word that I am saying? Have you ever done the thing where like you look at a word? And you know it's spelled correctly, but you're still squinting at it. Like there's no fucking way it's spelled like that. Even yeah, though it's a word you've seen a million times. Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. I feel, like, I feel I, like I have the same thing happen. Yeah. Yeah. But it's usually it's actually spelled wrong. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a little better then. So um, we t- we tend to get off on uh, some tangents on the show. <laughs> That's the whole. Um, this show is a tangent. So before before we <laughs> before we go off into into left field to circle jerk each other, oh. um, let's um, give a little special attention to, to Bunk Wizard. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about like uh, your work and the things that you're maybe known for, what you would say you're known for, and uh, what you like doing for your content. I think what I'm primarily known for is is doing a lot of Warcraft stuff uh, a lot of it in i was actually kind of adopted by that community because i do i do i play in the most casual way possible like i play with my wife because she likes to play warcraft and she's tried to you know we've been together for like 14 years and on year one she was pretty much trying to say please play wow with me <laughs> and i'm like i don't want to play wow i ain't got time for that yeah, i i know i'll become addicted i just knew it's not that i didn't think i would like it you know it's like i know i'm gonna get addicted i'm gonna be i'm gonna get in there and i'm gonna end up being one of those guys that makes the news you know, in, the, in like the like the witch hunts against Warcraft, you know, it's like it's ruining our youth. And I will be that guy. You know, and they just, and they, lets his baby die while he's yeah. at a fucking cyber cafe. They, they make exactly. a, a really they make a really shitty version of of the story for a Law and Order episode. That's just really crazy. <laughs> exactly. Like I, like, like I killed my I killed my wife because she 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 wouldn't she wouldn't trade the drop or something. You know, I will be yeah. that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. You know, initially when I got in, I was like, I just like drawing like elves and stuff like that. And it's it's a lot of it is just because it's all about the pointy ears. You know, I don't know what it is. It's a thing. Right. And then someone's like this dude, he knows how to draw elves. Have you ever (laughs) drawn Warcraft? 
And and then it would kind of just land slid after that. And primarily everything I do is commission based at this point because I do this as a side thing for fun and make a little money. You know, uh, a lot of my rules dictate I get to still have fun with it. But a lot of what I do, I just like I like pinup stuff. You know, I like, uh, you know, I like the thickness. I'm down with the thickness. Hell yeah, uh, yeah, noticed. And uh, but I don't just like that. You know, people don't pigeonhole me. You know, like I like them small too. I like the skinny girls too. I'm not. I'm not a bigot out here. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying the people that look at my stuff, they're like, this guy, he knows how to draw a real thick ass, right? And so that's kind of just what I get. So a lot of what I end up doing is just kind of it's perpetuated by whatever people want to commission me to do and right now like i say it is predominantly like warcraft themed stuff because i guess i guess that that community is just thirsty they're thirsty for content how long does it take you to fire out um an individual commission i mean it depends on what it is uh the line arts usually like eight hours like start to finish oh uh, fuck it's a while <laughs> sorry I mean, look, I'm that guy. I'm that guy that that'll sit on it, but the prices reflect that, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, good, good, good. So yeah. you know, I get it. I get accused and, uh, and 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 taken to task over the fact that I'm not very affordable, you know. And Fuck I'm like, that. Fuck and that. I'm like, look, I don't. I, that's not my problem, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're right. Just, it's not your problem. Good. I'm yeah. glad you have that mindset. You're, you're a lot not of people paying. that cave into that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're not paying for that individual picture. You're paying for the years of experience that went behind, you know, like in the training and shit that went into being able to do this. Yeah. In, My prices are really high also. And yeah. and that, and that, that's a big part of it. You know, I'm a lot of people I know when I first started and this isn't my first, you know, entrance into into smut and commission. I've been doing it pretty aggressively for about 10 years. So, you know, you're actually talking about that a little bit because your um uh twitter we were looking at it, it only goes back to about january um uh -huh. well, it's january it, of last year but yeah yeah and we were like man we really want more <laughs> we were like where's where's more we're clicking around we're trying to find more do you have another place where you post your work that uh is not is not here up on twitter no well if we're talking about the not safe for work you know yeah. of, of course not no uh, a lot of the stuff and a lot of that came from, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into the the reasoning why, but uh, due to contracts and stuff like that, initially I stopped doing Not Safe for Work about five, six years ago. So there's like oh. a gap. Okay. There's not a gap in the you. work, but there's a gap in the post. And I did that under a different pseudonym, which is how I originally knew where I knew Hizzy from. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. And I was pretty that, low key back then, so I was kind of coming up. But, yeah. uh, but I basically I got the ultimatum at work. It's like, look, uh, what you're doing here, you know, it's in breach of your contract. So you, you know, the ultimatum is basically like, you got to stop doing this, or you, you got to not do your job. You know, we're gonna have to let you go. I'm and sorry. So, That's I'm sorry. And, I didn't. And, and so I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, okay. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, you know, I wanted to fight it because it's a, it was a it was a situation where like I don't feel like uh, I should have to do that. But you know, at the end of the day, I signed the contract and re read the contract. People read your contracts. <laughs> uh, 
I was like, well, you know, I signed the paper, so, you know, shrug. And then uh, I left that job at the time, uh, a while back, and I never really came back. And then one of my very close friends, uh, he's like, hey, man, you want to get back into smut with me? Let's just have fun. And I'm like, okay. And so That's I just. Awesome. <laughs> That's sketchy. And, uh, and I was like, he's like, he's, he's just, he's my best friend. So he was like, I need a partner in crime, you know, and right. j- just to do it for fun. Cause he's, I don't know, like he's kind of motivated that way. And so I was like, sure, why not? And then, and then I was like, what am I going to be bunk wizard? And then here we are. <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's, it's good that you actually like you, when you're like, oh, you know, read your contracts, honor the contracts. Cause you, you get a lot of artists who actually do you know, they have whatever work that they're doing during the day and they're getting into their other thing. And then they just kind of like forget all that. And then they get axed and then they're like, oh, how do, how could this have happened? And it's like, well, <laughs> it's and, and the, the thing is, it's going to happen. You know, what's crazy yeah. is that the world is a lot smaller than you think it is. You think you can hide on the Internet. Yeah, uh, especially in, in art communities. You yeah, know? the art you, community is incredibly small and the people that surround you when you work at a company that you know where art is a is a a, you know it's a whole department and whatever you know there are going to be people that are around you that aren't in that and they don't share your views and you know i've i've explained it to to people like if you're in a room with a hundred people right and in a company setting and this is what's important is why i tell people make sure you read the contracts or you hide yourself really well but if you're in a room with a hundred people and uh 99 people find out oh he does he does porn or he draws mm-hmm. whatever and 99 people are totally okay with it they're like i think that's dope you know or that or i'm indifferent but there's one person that says uh, i'm kind of offended and i don't feel safe in here because he does that it does those 99 people do not matter like hr just will hone in on you and be like yeah. look you can't be doing this this is a problem and it it turns into like a scarlet letter right Right. Yep. And 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 like I say, they'll <clears throat> they'll find you. You know, like uh, recently when I had a similar situation, and it's kind of up in the air now. I don't want to go into details, but it's up in the air now. But uh, they found me, and I'm like, "How are you going to find my content unless you're looking for it?" I'm like so low profile. When you look, even in the smut community, if you look at follower counts, spread stuff like that, I'm pretty low profile. You kind of have to be looking for me. Or you have to be looking for a certain kind of thing. It's not like yep. my channel is a variety thing where I'm like, oh, some of it's safe for work, some of it's not. You know, you have to kind of you have to be looking for me to find me, and you also have to really know yeah. it's me. Yeah. And but so that's that kind of like you know that person specifically is looking through this stuff, and then was like, oh, I'm gonna fault you for me stumbling across your stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's... And th- and that's what went down. You know, so it's and happened it, it two being times. A, a mixed so. thing too. That, oh my god, that sucks, dude. I'm sorry. I've it's been okay. I've been doing some work for some uh, YouTubers lately, and I get a little self conscious about um, things because a few of them that I know they don't they don't give a shit. They're like, yeah, dude, do porn, do titties, it's fun, great, and you know they're just like, uh, it doesn't matter to them. But then you get that one person who's just kind of like, ew, you know, and then that's that's the person that you think about all the time. You know, it doesn't matter like how much support i've had otherwise that's the person i think about and it's it's tough it's tough uh we know uh uh, hizzy and i know of an artist who i I don't want to name her because that's not how we roll but she works for disney um and she when uh 
Tumblr was a thing. She was very open about the fact that she worked for Disney while she was um, uh, doing tons of smut and like excelling at it, like doing well. Don't and, do that, um, kids. It's a bad idea. <laughs> so it super always bad made idea. me nervous. I was like, what? Yeah, what are you talking and, about? There's no way this could end poorly. But she, I <laughs> I don't know if she's she's been hit yet, which is kind of weird. But oh, okay. I don't know. It could be because it's Canadian Disney and maybe, I don't know, the exchange rate on art and smut between Canada and America. I don't know. I'm not an economist, so I can't look, really I don't say get po- I don't want to get political, but look, she, but. If, if it's a she... Yeah. Uh, she, she she's got she's got a shield already yeah you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. when you get into the hr and the pr of everything everything becomes a factor right mm. well and, and there is to a certain extent there is a little bit of bias um even within our community where um if it's a female uh that is doing the smut art it's generally regarded to be coming from a place of um at least a non-tainted place. A it's place non-predatory. That is, yeah, it's basically. non-predatory. It's not. But if you're a dude, everyone's eyeing you with that that bit of suspicion. Like you're. Oh, he's a pervert, and this is yeah. how he really is in real yeah. life. Yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm not saying that there's no reason for it. People got their reasons, and people a lot of people got good reasons. But it still sucks. Like it still sucks yeah. to be, you know, in sitting in that seat. It's but, a double standard. Yeah, it's yeah, there's I've not sit, much you can do. I, about I've it. sat in that that seat a couple of times. Let me tell you, it's red hot. <laughs> it's a red hot seat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, but you know, yeah. you have people who have known you and worked with you for five plus years. You know, like like you were at the Christmas party together. You know, when their car broke down, you picked them up out of the goodness of your heart. You know, <laughs> you know, like like, uh, and then suddenly. You know, you you draw you draw one titty a little too big and a little too exposed, and you're you're on the list. You know, my my I think my father was eyeballing me back in the like the seventh grade because uh, I started getting. In, I want to say it was around sixth or seventh grade. It was uh, shortly after my mom passed, and I was because before that it was my mom who was eyeballing me. I was drawn rogue anatomically correct because I was really into like the X-Men at the time and she was Oof. like super super disapproving of me drawing rogue uh or or Storm or you know anyone who wasn't, you know, Wolverine, but so she <laughs> so she was uh, Wolverine. Yeah, so she, that took a second she, to register, but all right, go uh, on. <laughs> so I, my dad started getting that way, but it was because I got into anime and anime is a decidedly more um uh, sexual art style just by you know on its face you know mm-hmm. with a lot of the lot it's of the, the intended stuff you, audience you know it's made yeah. for an intended audience yep uh it's <laughs> so i was getting really into you know imitating that anime style when i was a kid and you know there's titties and my dad was like side-eyeing me pretty bad for a few years there uh funny enough he's i think he's the only person in my family right now who doesn't know that i draw smut for a living i think he's the only one in my family now that does wow no, he I'm probably knows. That... He's just not willing to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he is as soon as he acknowledges it's true, he's gonna have to have the sit down talk with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Funny, my dad actually draws porn too. I think your dad <laughs> follows me if he's who I think he is. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, he he uh, he's liked some of my pics, and yeah. that's dope. No, see, like, <laughs> yeah. see, I, I've got the polar opposite. My family, I grew up without without divulging too much information. I grew up in a very a uh, religious yep. uh, country town, 
you you may notice my accent. I right? did. <laughs> All right. I grew up in a very religious country town. There's not a whole lot of room for that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, my family doesn't know. My mother knows. My mother is very supportive. Like no matter what, she's like, Aww. she's like, she 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 knows for sure. I've told her, and she's like. She's religious too. She's like, "Oh, I don't want you to go to hell. Stop drawing that stuff." But I understand you need the money. It's th things happen, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my god! She, but she's like, she's she never, she she never like uh, be like, That's "Okay, funny. we're not. I'm disowning you." It's like she's just like, you know, Jesus doesn't like that. But listen, I know that <laughs> I know that you're a good artist. I know that it's you're like a good Jesus artist. follows just, me on Twitter, ma. <laughs> it's like he's he's liking all my pics mom all right oh my god no fact, just retweeted the, one yesterday the pope liked my stuff ma the pope but, is into but, this but stuff. the rest of my family they've calmed down in their older age they used to be very militant right and, oh, but yeah. they but they've kind of calmed down they kind of don't go to church anymore because they kind of realized that you know bunk was right he was right when he said <laughs> uh these people are two-faced as shit you know, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't rock like that, you know, and uh, they're like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of the gossip, too. I don't think I'm going to go to church anymore. <laughs> but, but they still love Jesus, you know, and. Uh, yeah, well, that's, and that's so, the, and, the most and important so for part. me, it's, it's a very similar thing. A lot of people don't know. They, they don't know that's what I do. And uh, it, isn't it weird when you're in that kind of environment, you're, it's, it's almost like that kind of pushback pushes you closer to what they don't want you to like i've i've been flip-flopping uh between because hizzy did this and when she did it i thought it was a, kind of a really cool idea and then i was like no nah, i don't want to do that and, oh maybe maybe i do and it was she made a basically a safe for work uh twitter account that was just her her normal stuff her non-porn stuff it's a great it's a great account um and i was thinking of doing it too we all but have keep, those accounts yeah i keep flip-flopping because i'm like i'm not really ashamed of it but I would like to be able to present a more palatable thing. But if someone wasn't retarded, they could figure <laughs> out. They could whoa, easily whoa, figure whoa, it whoa, out. Ren, you can't say you can't say that. Oh, you can't yeah, say can't, that word. And I'm sorry. I, it's, that's the the New England in me. I'm not supposed to drop it with a hard R. I have to. It has to be retarded. Retarded. <laughs> I've been in. I've been in. I've been in Utah too long. Where now it has no. Uh, no comedic effect anymore. It just hits hard with that hard R, and you're like, no. Mm. <laughs> this, this guy comes. He comes from where I come from. <laughs> this, this is not a term like like you know we don't use when we're actually talking about someone who is clinically retarded. We don't use that term. We only right. use it for no, people who are idiots. Yeah. Right. Yes. Here. Yeah. Like someone. Someone who chose the way of the idiot over. Exactly. Because <laughs> my my brother actually grew up with uh, cerebral palsy, like a very mild form. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we, we would say these, uh, we would say things and it would never, it would never, you know, but it, it was never registered towards him. But if you directed it at him, Jesus, <laughs> he beat, beat the shit out of you. But we learned very, very early on that there was like a difference between like what you would say to someone who was acting a fool and someone who, you know, had some sort of disadvantage yeah but. and i mean then that, that that line is it's blurred a lot of time people don't know that that's that, <laughs> it, that that's you, how you that's how you do right. it you know like you're right like it's it's very rare you call a woman a bitch you know what i'm saying <laughs> mm. why, why, not around my, here 
My wife well, calls me the bitch. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I use it as a term of endearment towards my, my wife. But, you know, she's calling me names, too. Let's be real. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> just... It's just, but, no but it's one of those things flower. like people just jump on the word. They jump on a lot of that stuff. Yeah. You know, I it's call just myself a bitch. This bitch right here. <laughs> this bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. You got. You got to. You got to be sometimes. You got to be sometimes. Yeah, she nope. she's harder on herself than we are because she'll give like a, a critique and she's like, "I'm sorry. I, I know I sound like a bitch, but this sucks." And it's like. <laughs> No, you don't sound like a bitch. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but, Look, if you um, want to get better, you need that person in your life. You know, yes, I don't think. Yes, you I don't think you do. I don't she think is, you should apologize for it. But she I think is that, that person in our life, and we love her for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you uh, know I don't the like person, to waste my time. I don't like to fuck around. If it sucks, I'm going to tell you it sucks. I mean, I, I'm the same way, and that's why. That's why I, I'm a very polarizing person. People either love me or they hate me. There's no in between. Right. Me also. But the other thing is, I'm going to tell you it sucks, but then I'm also going to tell you why, and I'm going to tell you how you can fix it. Yeah, yeah you're not well, just going to drop it sucks. You're going you're gonna to come with a solution, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem... But also, I'm going to make you understand. <laughs> the problem happens when you give that kind of critique to someone who says they want it, and then as soon yeah. as they get that answer, they're like, well... Uh, don't bully me you know yeah, like yeah, bro they're, they're you not, need to fucking get that harder skin or you're not gonna make it you know like i'm i'm nothing compared to what you're gonna get on the internet if you post that you know well, well, you know <laughs> you know what the, the worst thing is they're gonna be dropping their work and they're not gonna get harsh critiques it's gonna be indifference and that's the worst one that's the mm. worst kind of oh yeah yeah we've, we've mentioned before the the kind of phenomenon that you have where you're basically just pitching work into a void on the mm -hmm. internet and mm -hmm. it just disappears and you don't get anything back from it. You don't hear anything about it. Like I'd rather you tell me it sucks. I've been uh, writing because I just got like this crazy bug up my ass and I've been writing and I wrote basically a novel's worth of material. And I think I'm going to publish it on Amazon because fuck it. And yeah, uh, I think I got, uh, Brim can help you there. I think she's yeah, got she, some she has Ooh. been, she's been going through all of it and correcting all of my fuck ups and things like that. And she's absolutely Fantastic. Right, but she's published on Amazon, I feel. She is, yeah. And uh so I've been going through it and she's like she's like, You're really not that bad. Like I've read some really bad shit. Like you really <laughs> We've all seen really, some really bad shit. High praise. Yeah. So, not that bad. so she's like, It's it's pretty good. Like you've got some really you we'll fix it. It's fine. And uh, <laughs> she's amazing. I love yeah, her. Yeah, and I'm I'm of the mind where if I put it out there and people just tell me all the shit that's wrong with it, I'm gonna be like, Okay, yeah, dude, lay it on me. So the next time I I, I write something I don't do this. You know, I, I don't want to um, keep repeating the same mistakes. So which is miles better than presenting it to someone. And then you say, well, how did you like it? What did you think? And that person just goes, eh. <laughs> yeah, right. That, like that oh, tells that, you that nothing. That's like you know? a knife. That's like a, like <laughs> a razor straight through the bone. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've got a, a very small, small fan base. I'm very small time uh, compared to you guys. And, um, when I I'm put the stuff smallest, out there, arguably, right? And uh, I think I think I might be the smallest. Your your follower count on Twitter is slightly bigger than mine, so maybe I I think I'm. Yeah, I'm but known... your dick is probably huge. Oh, it's... thank you, thank you. I'm glad <laughs> you're talking to me. Or are you talking to him? <laughs> you're, you're right <laughs> both ways, but I just want to know. <laughs> so I mean, I have a very small small fan base, and when I put stuff out there, and they're just kind of like I I'm, I'm met with indifference, I'm like they're gonna leave me. 
they're all gonna go away what have i done i fucked up my career is over <laughs> and then like two days later they'll be like oh yeah i finally got around to looking at that thing it's great and i'm like oh, thank god <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's a, that's part of the the instant feedback loop that we feel like the world has become you know like you know if you get the instant feedback it's a hard hit but i've got some stuff that when i dropped it you know it was it was dead in the water and then a year later the right person retweeted and it fucking explodes you know like it's that just, it's, and that's such a huge part of it though like what you just said the right person retweeted it like and it's such a, a crapshoot sometimes how that goes because you know none of us is going to ask somebody you know hey you retweet this for me, you know, whatever. So you're you're relying. I'm on pretty sure that we've all asked you someone. We've asked each other, but like you know, those people with like a quarter million followers out there, you're you know, we're secretly crossing our fingers, being like, oh, oh I hope yeah. Senpai yeah. notices me and retweets. You know, I I still well, feel the, I mean, bad about is... it whenever I throw it at you guys. I still feel bad about it. I'm like, Hizzy, please, can you can you just can you <laughs> retweet, please? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I think the the goal for me, I'm a real I'm a real uh, merit based person, and I really feel like if you really want someone to retweet something, you know, you it's not even about trying to impress them; it's about just trying to be the best person that you are, right? And if and if they if that person doesn't like it, another person might, and you know, and they they have to do it of their own volition, you know. You oh, can't, of course that like like I've I've seen people many times where i'm like this dude needs more followers he's too good you know he's too good he's been sitting on he's been sitting on this account for three years he's got a thousand followers this is a travesty i gotta i gotta i gotta retweet this guy and i'm not even huge at at least my smut account isn't right so i'm just like you know i'm gonna put it out there like just so people know i'm gonna pay the good work for it because a lot of people some people have done that for me in my past like you know i don't want to drop names but you know at one point what really blew me up when I was on Tumblr back in the day, like Doxy retweeted one of my tweets, and then I went Hell from, yeah. I went from, go. uh, a thousand people to ten thousand almost overnight, and oh, and and then he asked me if I wanted to do some work for him, and it was like a whole thing, right? You know, but but you know that, that that's a thing. It's not a flex. I'm just saying, like that kind of stuff happens. You know, you that's yeah, pretty awesome. Does, you, yeah. you want people who have a big fan base to be like this guy. He's doing good work. You know, and so I always try and do that with people too, whenever I can, even if no matter what the type of content is or whatever, if I feel like they're doing good work, I want to put it out there. And, and if you're, and if you're doing, you know, to, to go back, I had one more thing to say about the feedback thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of artists ask me, how do I get better at blank? You know, how do I get good, good critique from people? And a lot of it, it comes down to, uh, to me, it's a much more nuanced conversation because especially when you're a, a stylized artist in general, you want to be making a certain kind of content. It's very difficult, but the, the core thing you need to do is you need to find peers who know what you're trying to do. You don't want a blanket critique. Of, oh, the lighting is bad or, oh, the, your anatomy is poor or, you know, these boob, this boob size is not realistic. These women do not exist. You know, you don't want those kind of <laughs> critiques. You want yeah. someone who knows what oh, your fuck. your intent is, what you're going for, and they critique around that, you know? And, you know, I've got a couple of peers where I, I throw stuff at them and I don't have to explain it. I'm like, hey, look at this. What what do you think? And they're going to sit and they're going to look at the the piece and, and, and they're going to be like, okay, now, 
I don't really like how big this ass is, but I know that's what he's going for. So what else is wrong? It's like the shading on the ass is not selling it, you know? And so they'll say that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's a, that, that's a big part of it. That's why I think it's so important to have your artistic peers. And I wanted to get this across because I want this to reach people because a lot of aspiring artists follow probably all of us to some extent. And they think that they, they hear like, oh, you need to get critique. And then they just give it to like their mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or they give it to some rando on the internet. And then, and then this guy is like, oh, I think it kind of just sucks. I don't know. It's not very good. You know, and they, and, you know, <laughs> and it's just like a blanket, useless critique with no actionable stuff. Right. I was, you know? uh, I was, I, this other server that I'm in, I, I posted one of the things I did in the server. And so what I've been doing is I've been uh, experimenting with using uh, color blur to show motion in sex scenes. And uh, it's sometimes good results, sometimes bad results. And I was, I don't really know why, you know, I was just, I put it in there and it was, you know, essentially randos. And a couple of them actually had some, some good critique. And I was like, oh, damn. And like someone gave examples like, oh, yeah, I think maybe what you want to go for is this thing. And I was like, yeah, that's actually that's pretty close to what I want. And he's like, oh, OK, well, maybe you want to try and do this. And I was like, damn, where have you been? Where have you been all my life? man?" Like, <laughs> and it was it was really good. And then I like they all in turn were surprised that I did. I wasn't like crying in a puddle somewhere because they said that something was wrong with my art. They're like, oh, an artist that takes critique. And I'm like, well, I mean. Yes, <laughs> I always feel that scared to critique people because they're so sensitive. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't offer. offer. Yeah, I yeah, don't exactly. Offer I don't even offer it, even if sometimes people ask. Like I, because I know that, at least for me, like I need people to pe people I know that I can tr from the other side as the artist. I need people like what I said. They know what I'm going for, mm -hmm. and 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 they obviously have something to contribute as well. Right. You know, you can't just to some extent when you're really starting out, when like you're really starting out and you're I'm talking year one, year two, you know, all critique is good. Mm -hmm. But when you get to a certain level where I feel like a lot of us probably are already kind of sitting, we've kind of crested past that level of, you know, of just being generally bad. <laughs> Once you get past that, you need very focused critique, you know, and and. You know, and you also need to know what you're doing, and that has to come from people that you trust that that they know that, uh, you know, like you don't have to the people that you don't have to give the qualifier like like Hizzy over here, like no, nah, I know I'm being a bitch, but listen, you know, <laughs> where, where 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 someone could just like my friend I was talking about earlier, he if if he comes with a critique, sometimes I don't even listen to him. I think he's dumb, you know, like <laughs> dude, you just don't you're not you not you don't understand my vision. But I do know every time that he, if he said something, I'm like, okay, there's something worth looking at and I will make changes and I'll focus in and try and like read around the critique. A lot of people don't, don't know how, how to do that, you know, like how to, yeah. to pick and choose and stuff like that. But it's a big part of your growth. You have to grow as a person and as someone who can get critique. But I, let me tell you, uh, with, again, without divulging too much information, I've dealt with a lot of art students uh, and I went to art school as well. And I can tell you like the kiss of death is when a student rolls up and they ask for a critique. They're the kind of person we're talking about. They're not going to be able to take it They're They just don't. Yeah. Right. You know, like, I'm like, if you're asking me, uh, 
it, it sounds it's I know when I say it, it's going to sound super uh, elitist, but it's like I don't have time to critique this. <laughs> okay, because you need no, to do so much. No, I know much, exactly what you mean. You need to do so much work before I can give you anything, because it's gonna. Yes, yes, I, yes, yes, yes. Because I need, I know at some point, you know, it, my critique is gonna boil down to you. Just need the mileage, dude. You gotta, you gotta just work more. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't, I can't say anything. It's generally bad. You yeah. know, like you're not gonna get a job <laughs> in this industry. You know, you're not gonna do like you're not gonna get anything out of this kind of work on your own or in the professional world. So you got to, and you don't want to say that to these kids because look, you were that kid at one point too, you know? Sure. So me rejecting them is actually me sparing their feelings, you know? Yeah. Yeah, They're not, they're not ready for that critique. I have a student actually that I tutor. She's a younger girl and I'm tutoring her in art, but like I get people like that who give me their pictures and it's like you know clearly they're they're underdeveloped but they have something there but i i literally cannot give you any critique that will help you because you are just not good enough yet you yeah. know what i'm saying when when the like, critique basically boils down to you need to redo this completely come <laughs> back and see me in 6 years yeah. like that kind of critique usually yeah. usually and, what and, and been... what sucks is that is that's the reality that's the hard reality check when what so, i try when to do an artist, they say, oh my god 6 years you know, they're not ready for that. So you just don't give it to them. You what know? I try to what I try to do in the situations where it's like you kind of give it something that's just like really a mess. I mean, I don't want to you know use that term, but <clears throat> I'll basically be like, all right, well, what do you think you need to work on? You know, and they'll be like, oh, this thing. Now I know where their value is. You know, what is important to them? And I'm like, and I'll tell them what I would do with that particular thing. And then after that, it's like, it's up to you, you know, but I can't fix the whole thing. But if you think you need to work on this thing, I can tell you how, what I would do with that thing. And then we'll, that's your starting point. It gives them a starting point. And then if they're like, oh, well, what about this, 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 and this? I can't go through the whole thing. One thing (laughs) at a time, Grandfather. (laughs) Yeah. One thing at a time. Start, start with this. First, first you, you do this thing. And we'll we'll go from yeah, there. but people don't want to hear that because that's boring. Like that's well, what I do with my student. It's like we got to start at the bottom. We're going to learn some fundamentals, and she's like, "Oh, fundamentals!" And I'm like, "Yeah." Okay, so you guys are touching on an interesting subject here because I think a lot of people see something brilliant on the internet and just somehow assume that that artist is just a prodigy and was able to do that from day one, or they learned how to do it in like six months or whatever. And I've had some people like, they'll come on my stream and they'll be like, Oh man, I like your stuff. How long have you been drawing? And I'm like, uh, probably longer than you've been alive. Yeah. But I don't say that, but I'm like, uh, you know, like 20 something years and like Jesus Christ. And I'm like, you know, the thing, man, it takes a while, you know, you know, the thing that fucking, I hate so fucking much. Oh my God. I hate it. Oh, you're such a good artist. I wish I had talent. Don't, yes. no. that's like, that's doesn't a, exist. That, that's a tough one. You know, that's yeah. something that, that you know, my family, again, very small, very small pond kind of uh, culture, right? Mm-hmm. They believe that anyone who is good at anything is uh, has t- talent. Like it's like it's a God gifted It was gifted thing. to you. Yeah, yeah. It's not. You know, I, uh, and, and I, there, there, there are some things that I'll, I'll put out there. Yeah, a raw talent is a is a really big factor. Like in sports, I grew up in a in a, a, a football town, 
right? If you're if you if you're genetically, you know, built big, and you're fast, and That's and, different. and 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 you yeah. process proteins the right way, you know, and 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 you and you're naturally aggressive. You got a lot of you testosterone. You have an advantage. You you 14 years old and you've got a beard. Then yeah, that's talent. <laughs> that's you know? just an advantage, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that, so that, I, that's raw I, talent. Um, but a lot of people wrap talent up into yeah. the guy who's Skill. who's in the NFL, who's you know you, look before he killed before he killed a bitch OJ, right? <laughs> you know they put OJ and then the guy that might get signed for college football in the same group, and those are two are not the same people. No. You know no. what I'm saying? Now, yeah. of course, there's potential in one side, right? But a lot of, you know, I, I get it a lot. And I have this conversation with my mother. She just doesn't get it. You know, I hate to, like, I love my mother, right? There's a lot of things wrong with her. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, but 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 she <laughs> but she just, she is such an untalented person in every regard. Oh, that wow. when she sees me and what All I right. do, she looks at that and she's like, this, this kid, it's, it's, he's kissed by the angels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's just that he he was he was just born different, you know. <laughs> really, really sexy, big breasted angels. Yeah, very, very opi angels, you know. Yeah. Titty freckles I and just everything. Hate the, the thing that bothers me about the whole oh, I wish I was born talented is it took completely devalues all of the time you've spent developing your yeah, craft. Exactly. Well, I, I, okay, that's what it. I, I want to make the point. Someone... I want to make the point that I think that. That's your interpretation. That's you kind of projecting onto that person. To them, mm, you have to understand maybe. they they do not understand. Okay, okay, I'm I'm just gonna sound real dickish, but you know I'm about to be, I'm about to be that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be a bitch. Uh, is, is that anyone anyone who says that they're my mother? They're generally <laughs> generally untalented. They don't have they they are so not good at everything. You know that I know they yeah. think it's you know the talent. Time. They they think it's something you're yeah. born with because that's where their head's at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, um, and you need to so look at those I, people like that. I I dated this girl, who her her younger sister. They they had, there was like five siblings, right? Her ne the next sister in line, the one after her, um, was the big talent you know that everyone regarded she was she was good in school she was a fantastic artist she ends up working for disney yada yada everyone's like oh she's so talented she's so and um i remember i was there for a over a winter vacation when i was in college and i was like yeah she is actually really good she's she's younger than i am her work's way better than mine it's really good but i've been here three weeks and i've seen her twice she's been in her room working her fucking ass off and when she comes out and someone sees something of hers they're like you're so talented i'm like she's a hermit she's <laughs> that's all she does she pays for that with with time you know and energy yes. it's it's and not she it, and she doesn't even know she's paying for it it's just natural right some people but are like, like that you know her own her own family who lives with her did not catch up to it. I was, and I was there for like a couple of weeks and I'm like, no, she's working her ass off. Like that. It's not, she's just, she's not in there just chilling on her bed every now and then. I'll just fire out a sketch just today. Checking like, Twitter yep. and TikTok, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, then, and then like, she's out to the, to TikTok in one hand and she's got the hand on the stylus in the other. And, you know, <laughs> and it's just kind of happening. She's just coming together. She's doing the work. <laughs> she's putting in the time, you know, and it's, but it was weird for me. Because that was actually my my first big experience where I saw a lot of people treating 
this uh, thing that we do that we work at as a magic trick. You know, yeah, you know, and that, that, uh, that's, that's exactly me. it. That's exactly it, and that's something that one of my best teachers in college that they, they, they told they told me, and it made everything clicked. Everything clicked when he said, when, "Anytime your family or anyone who is not an artist asks you what you do and how you do it, the smartest thing you can say is it's magic, <laughs> because it doesn't matter what you say, how you describe it, how much breath you waste. They don't. They'll get never it. understand. They'll never understand what happens in your head. They're not like you. Okay, they don't. They don't get it. So you know, it's the same thing. You know, you can't." I couldn't describe to my mother, who's known me obviously longer than everybody else, right? <laughs> I, you know, I cannot describe to her, someone I'm so close to, to that extent, I can't describe to her how this shit works. Her eyes just glaze over, you know, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Like, when I'm talking about ambient bounce light, she doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? <laughs> you know, she she's like, yeah, yeah, that sound, you said, she said, you sound like you know what you're talking about. You're speaking the language of the gods. Yeah, you sound like you know what's going on. But a lot of people look at this stuff that way. You know, a lot of people, uh, and arguably, I think a lot of students too, and young people, young artists, they also think it's kind of like what what Flux said. It's like they look at it and they think it's just a gift. It's just magic. It's just, you know, like, I just need the secret. I I need the right brush. I need the right secret sauce. Give me the magic bullet that will solve all of my problems. Yeah. Look, I, I, okay. I, I, I want to I I put this out there. I want to put this out there while we're on the while we're on the topic. Anytime someone comes in, and this is not a lie, I do this on principle. Anytime someone com- comes in and they say, "What brush is that?" I said, "It's the default brush," and it is. <laughs> I'm I'm still using mostly default. It's uh, the default Photoshop brush. brushes. It's that's the, all I, I use. I have yeah, a couple too. that are for like specific tasks. Like I am not drawing a fucking chain. You can eat my ass. Eat yeah. my whole fucking ass. I am not drawing every link in that fucking chain. Like yeah, if I it's a little it. tiny thing that connects chain. like two pieces, I'll do that. Fine. But if we got like long ass chains that are like swinging in the breeze or some shit like that, mm-mm, that's a brush job. That ain't fucking my <laughs> job. <laughs> so, but most uh, for almost everything else, default brushes. But I I think some people make better use of default brushes than than I do. But I think still, it, it, the, the it, for, for me it comes from my personality. I'm very like I won't buy a product if like this microphone I have. I bought it because like oh it, it's highly recommended. You plug it in and it works. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of person I am. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm very minimalist. I don't have a lot of brushes. I have a lot and I use like five. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're de- they're all default brushes. You know, it's like these are the five. I know what they do. I know how to make them work. And, and I kind of oh, yeah. work around it. And yeah, it's it's like a, it's like a speed thing. Some people are like, well, I got a brush specifically for this. And I'm like, yeah, but the time that you spent going through your 50 brushes or more, 500 plus <laughs> more br- like brushes. More like 500 brushes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you went through 500. You found that one and then you made the stroke. I could have just rendered it with the default brush. Uh, I like used to have go. to uh, customize a couple of the Photoshop brushes because the spacing on them uh, by default was too high. So if you were doing a hard stroke, it, it, the way Photoshop does that shit, it goes that 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 that. Yeah, it it repeats the one yeah. thing you can, over it and over. It looks like a line. stamp. You can see the yeah. stamp. It's got that. Yeah. So you 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 used to have to bring the spacing all the way down, but at some point along the line, I don't know where it was. But at some point, Photoshop stopped having their spacing at like 25% and brought it down to like 9 or 10. 
Uh, and that was basically what I was customizing down to. So now I, I don't have to even touch the fucking, like I had a whole, we, we had like two classes. I want to say like two class periods when I was in school where we just learned how to fuck with our brushes and make them like do what we want. And I haven't had to, to deal with that in years at this point. It's yeah. just, yeah, that's the, the, I mean, like, like that, that, that's the kind of changes that when you do them, you know, it's very minimal, right? Yeah. And it's very catered towards you, but it's still you a do, default brush. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You do, you do it once. That's yeah, it. that's so, it. And you're <laughs> done. Let, me, let me back this up just a little bit because I, I want to get this out before I forget it completely and we move on. But um, talking about the, you know, the magic bullet that everyone's looking for, like, get, tell me, tell me the secret to, you know, doing this, this art thing. Where is um, the art button? Right, right. Which where's the finish art button? Yeah. Um, I was doing a stream last week, and I, I'm working on an animation right now. So I'm working in um, Toon Boom, and someone comes in and they're like, "Oh man, this is looking so good. I could never, I could never animate." And I'm like, "Sure, you could. All you have to do, I mean, if you're if you're really starting at the very bottom and you want to get the gist of animation, make a fucking flip book. Just get a notepad." draw a stick man in the corner of the notepad, draw him moving just a little bit on each little thing and then flip that flip book because that's all I fucking did back in middle school. And you'd be shocked how much you learn from doing such a simple thing. And basically it's just, you know, teaching yourself the basics, learning the fundamentals, like Hizzy said earlier and putting in the time. And he said, no, 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 I can't do that. I just can't. I can't. And I, and I finally asked him, I'm like, what is it about this that makes you think you can't do it? And finally, after much rigmarole, it came down to, I don't have the patience. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's so it's not talent that I have. It's just an extreme amount of patience. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah. Some would, some would now say look, a, I, I want to uh, point this out because this is, this is right here on this, on this quote. And I tell people this all the time. And it came from a meme source. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, it's going to be, going to be juicy. I, I, I watched this episode when it aired. This is well before I was serious about becoming an artist, okay? And I thought when I was young that talent was the key. I also thought that, right? So I, you know, I'm not above everybody else. We've all been there where we think someone's so talented. That's what it is. I was watching the Bob Ross show. Hell okay? yeah. And I still watch Bob Ross to this day because that man knows what he's talking about, pal. I tell yes, you. He does. Okay? He does. He still knows what he's talking about, okay? Well, he well he's dead, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, he still it, does. At the time, he he the words remain true. I was yeah. watching it, and and I remember. I don't want to get off on a, a tangent, but I used to watch that show because uh, maybe something we'll go into later. I purposefully did not do art, even though I wanted to when I was young. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I was watching it, I, that's how I got my art fix. I would watch it. And at one point I thought I could never be like this. I could never be like Bob Ross and paint these pictures in 20 minutes and et cetera. And he just said, at one point it hit me and it became a meme. I found it recently. He said, you know, talent is nothing but a pursued interest. I say it to people all the time. I love that. Like, quote. like, it's like, so like that's the quote. And it's, it applies to everything, everything. not just art. It applies yes. to life. Like nothing because the reality is that, you know, we talked about the guy with raw talent. Raw talent will get you, uh, the second you get in an intermediate level of anything, raw talent gets smashed in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Yeah. Because the, everybody the, above you has taken their talent and worked on it. And, and they might have raw talent it. on top of what they've done. Exactly. Sure. It's, right? uh, it's so funny, you're going to get dunked that, on immediately. Yep. It's funny. My, my eldest daughter actually has this problem right now. 
She's a she has raw talent for a lot of different things. She started speaking very early. Uh, she just latched onto a lot of concepts really early, walking really early, just really good at a lot of things, just out of the blue. That it's like I'm a shitty parent. Where did you learn this? Like she's and, gonna be good at something eventually. Yeah. And you can, she, I mean, this she's is the kind of person you can tell. Yeah, she's she's good at some I'll, I'll, most things that she picks up. And then this year she hit a point where it was like the minute that something started being kind of difficult and like challenging that she was just kind of like, whoa, maybe this isn't for me. Like, I'm just not going to. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. You had a really good starting advantage. You had a really great head start. But now you've got to actually sit down and learn these things. So right now she's learning Chinese. Um, Holy shit. As part of a, uh, a it's, it's a Chinese immersion program that they have because she's so good with with language. She can just pick things up. God, so that's cool. she was having having some difficulty with Chinese when she was in there. And then she's just like, uh, I don't I don't want to really do Chinese. It's hard. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> it's but it's it's not you. Sh- you shouldn't quit the moment something gets a little difficult. Your the natural talent you have brought you to this point. You're here because of it. Now you got to do the rest of the work. You know, it's it's a hard thing to explain to a child, <laughs> you know, like a little, sure. a little child, especially but, when it's always been easy before now. Yeah, you know? it's and that's that's kind of like the drawback of someone who has any sort of talent is they're used to it coming so easy. And so, um, yeah, you know, spoiled. Yeah, they get they get kind of spoiled by it. And so she has trouble focusing on things because she used to be just be, give something like 10% of her attention and pick it up and run with it. And now she can't do that because con concepts are more complex. So that's the kind of person that I feel like when I was young, that's who I was. Yeah. Uh, my real talent, if there is one is that I love learning. And so I pick things up and become novice very quickly at anything. Uh, yeah, I did sports, same thing. The art, the same thing uh, in anything like I can become a novice very quickly at anything, but then I cap out immediately. And for me at this, when the older you get, you realize, OK, you ask yourself once you're getting into something, is this worth my time? Is it worth right. it to crest over this point, you know, to spend the time? And most things, the answer is no. And so that's why I just I'll, I will drop something the second mm-hmm. it becomes difficult, not because I don't want to try. I've just acknowledged this is not worth my time. Uh, time it's fun is a limited in the resource. It is, it is, and you know, and I know, I understand that you need to be able to find something to dedicate your time to. And if you spread yourself too thin, you know, me and my friend, we have a, a very, a, you know, a, a lot of hard hitting uh, things, like things that we kick back at each other all the time, and 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 a, a lot of it, a, one of them is is that you know. Uh, you know, if you want to be good at everything, you'll be mediocre at everything. Mm-hmm. If you, there, but there, but if you want to be good at something, you have to put aside everything else that you might be interested in to some extent, and you have to evaluate that stuff. So that's hard to tell a kid. Yes, you know, it's very difficult because that takes a lot of other things that that child may have already accepted, and, and they'll probably get there, right? But but uh, now, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut. No, you it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it, this just popped into my head, and I wanted to see what you guys think about this. So on the subject of kids who or, – or, or not even just kids, but people who have a, a genuine talent or advantage or whatever, you know, with a particular thing, uh, 
uh, many times I've witnessed this uh, with people where they're they're very good and they're they know they're very good. They are used to be they're used to having those people around them say, man, you're so talented. You're so good at this and ha you must be a prodigy, blah, blah, blah. Like and then the moment the someone comes along and says, eh, you could be better oh. or, or gives them a critique of some sort. Suddenly that person just loses their goddamn mind and they're like, how dare you? I'm amazing because everyone told me so, you know, <laughs> um, how does that strike you guys? Mm. Um, I actually think that a little, a little of that, uh, has contributed to my, my daughter's difficulty because my mother-in-law does really kind of like play up my, my daughter's ability to just pick up new concepts and things that just is really good at everything. Mm. And, um, we, we kind of saw that and we've, we've been, Unfortunately, our next two kids are not going to get the same treatment. <laughs> yeah, that's how, honestly, that's how I was raised. I was always told I was the best. Oh, I was the most beautiful girl in the world. I was so talented. I was the best artist. I fuck it. Dude, that shit fucks you up. Don't do that to your yes, kids. Yes, it does. Yes, Don't it does. Don't fucking do that to your goddamn kids. Yeah. I had the exact opposite experience. Yeah, you actually, actually mentioned you mentioned that uh, you specifically didn't want to do art. Is that related? uh it's somewhat tied to it but it's not in the same way it's it's like it's it's a it's a, a it's the tip of a twig of a branch of the tree you know <laughs> it's uh it's it's related but it's very far removed obviously okay all right uh, no but for me uh i grew up in a very again it was it was a very heavily christian farming town before this yes i farmed you know i worked hard you know i'm that kind of person uh and the way I was generally brought up, I was very, it was very dismissive. Uh, my father was not in the picture. And of course, I don't, you guys can plug it in. You know, you have a heavily Christian area, right? Yeah. Where marriage is obviously a big thing. Bastards are not really looked, looked at very well, etc. My family, and I'm also biracial, Right. And so my family looked at me in a certain way where they loved me because I was obviously part of the family. But I also had a family that was also incredibly strict and very patriarchal, not in like a, you know, not in like a new age. Like I don't use that term like a new age feminist kind of crap. Right. Uh, but it was like it was like the, the men ran everything and the women were happy to do their part. Right. But the standards for boys was very high, right? So you could be exceptional and no one is going to tell you that you're exceptional because you're a boy. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. It's yeah, part yeah, of yeah. The, it's part of this like, oh, I see. It's just expected you, of you, basically. Exactly. It's like, I see that you slam dunked from the top of the key. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that's great. But talk to me when you dunk from half court. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's that's the kind of attitude that I was brought up in, and that was kind of instilled in me in a lot of ways, right? So the hardest person on me, I was treated with dismiss usually from my family, uh, from the men at least, which of course were my peers and my, but my grandmother and my mother were very doting, right? So I had like a balance, to be honest, but uh, but a lot of it was it turned me into the kind of person that I am, which is that no one's a hard, no one's harder on me than I am myself. Right. And so 
I don't know what it's like to be that person who thinks they're the shit. I, I can't fathom how anyone could believe that, right? It's it's where I'm coming from, right? So when I see people like that, my initial uh, knee-jerk reaction is, bitch, you ain't shit. Right. <laughs> you know? I'm the opposite. I think I'm the worst in all ways. It's like, you you ain't, like, you ain't shit. Talk to me. Like, come, like, come over. I'm the kind of, I'm highly competitive. Right. But I'm never the guy that's going to issue the challenge. I prefer to be the person. It's like, it's like, oh, you want to fight? And then I kick their ass. And then I walk <laughs> away like nothing happened. That's all. The, that's always the person I've always been. Right. So people like that, I treat them very, I dismiss them. But at the same time, I think that that's something that I wish I had. I really wish I had enough self-confidence. It's not even self-confidence because that makes it out like I'm not initially confident. But I wish I had like this, this. Yeah, I wish I had like this blinding ego because I think that's very important. No, I think no, it I, makes you a dick. I can't stand artists like that, dude. We know nobody likes that guy. Nobody. I, I think, but but it it depends on who it is. It, there are some people. There's, <laughs> no one doesn't. There are there, <laughs> well, there are some people who are legitimately talented. And look, I, I look at it. I don't take a lot of things super personally. Because I'm a very like pulled back, like I observe people and then I give mm. them, like I look at, I'm I'm very empathetic. Like that person who is who is super uh, uh, egotistical and they're they're wrapped up in it. Like it's like they're beyond they're beyond salvation, right? It's that a self interested ego. Yeah, that person I look at them and I look at them like. I feel bad for them because they're that way because it's going to stop them he- here, here, and here. Yeah, but I also acknowledge yeah because they're not going to have any friends. Nobody exactly, like them. exactly. But, but that's some, also some they, people they got no friends, take that. So people some people gonna, take that ego. No, no one's going to stop them. Some people take that ego and they turn it into a charisma. It's almost like they transmute. It, that's it. it that's somewhere exactly between. what I'm trying to say. That's exactly right. what I'm trying to yeah. say. Is that they, those they, people have something? They. It's like that is a strength disguised as a weakness. In my in my opinion. But again, like I'm, I disagree. All right. <laughs> no, no I, mean, I know why you're disagreeing, too, for exactly why I've said I know why it bothers you, you know. But what I'm saying is that I'm a person I'm just that, thinking of one person in specifically right now. And I know like you, you guys know who I'm thinking of. Of course. Like and there's no there's no fucking way that this story checks out with this person. There's no way. Look, OK. I've got that person too. I don't know who you're yeah, talking about, we, but I've got that I'm wondering person too. if we have the same person, Hizzy. We'll actually have to like talk about it after. Yeah. <laughs> because you know who it is. You, fuck, you both know. We all I'm, know. We all hate do, this person for it. All right. Maybe we do. Uh, I actually, so I, I wanted to put you on the hot seat earlier and I totally forgot, Bunk, but I wanted to put you on the hot seat earlier because I imagine that this is something that a lot of people have come to you about when it comes to commissioning. Okay. And uh, stories. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so I, I'm looking at your commission sheet here. Okay. Uh-huh. And I'm seeing you don't do Fudinari. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, you gotta no. bring it up. What's the you deal, bro? Like, <laughs> okay. What's what's going on there? Did did you did it did a Fuda hurt you? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's oh, exactly all right. what happened. All right. no, open it, open and close. Here. All right. Uh, no, okay, I, so I ask because I know that that's probably something that people have hit you with because of how um, 
just kind of like prevalent that genre has become. We've talked about it on other shows before. Uh, Hizzy hates doing it most of the time. Sometimes she like it can work, but she hates doing it most of the time. I do it all the time. Flux just kind of like moves between I'm, I'm genres. I'm like with a, it, so I only do it a yeah, little bit. He, he moves between things like a chameleon. He's but yeah. uh, I I just imagine it's something that people ask you about. So I wanted to get it on the podcast, get you on the record here. All right, listen, I'm very I'm very happy to talk about this. Because, you know, a lot of this discussion right now, I'm only on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. And Twitter is the worst place to have any kind of nuanced conversation. Oh, yeah. As we all know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. That character limit, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's the it's the character limit. It's it's like how hot people get with the hot Mm -hmm. takes, you know, like they they, they don't hear your voice. It's all they don't know what what how you sound when you say it. They don't you know, it's basically lacking every form of communication that makes mm-hmm. communication possible, right? You're right. You're right. It's and it's horrible. I hate it. Right? Yeah, they call that uh, media richness theory. Is oh. that what it is? I, Ooh, yeah. I didn't know there was a name for that. Me neither. Either. It, but it, but all it's, nuances it's, removed from communication because all you can do is read and text in your own interpretation. Yeah. No. Shit. Exactly. It's, Galaxy it makes you, it, brain it forces you to project. <laughs> it forces you to project. Shit. I'm gonna look that up. I, I I would like to read about it, even though clearly we all are, have already experienced it. We know everything. Yeah, we about all know it what it is. Yeah. yeah, we we all intrinsically understand what it is. is. Is that a question you get a lot, though, or am I way off the mark there? No, dude. No, it's it's a very hot topic. Okay. It's a hot topic right. in the streams. It's a hot topic for my commissioners. It's a hot topic for all my followers. Uh, so you know, I'm gonna go on the record. You guys better strap in. I'm gonna talk about this for probably like five minutes straight, so I can set she, the record straight. She, okay? she say strap on, strap it on. <laughs> strap. I'm gonna talk about strap ons at some point in this conversation, okay. so don't worry. All right, let's do it. Okay, so here's the TLDR up front, so everyone can just stop listening now. Okay, <laughs> uh, turn it off. Just just turn off. I this. don't give a shit about Fuda. I don't care strongly one way or the other. The only reason it's an issue is because other people make it an issue. Okay. I am indifferent. I'm indifferent about it. And I don't draw things that I'm indifferent about because the work will be bad. It's just the way it is. The reasoning behind this and why I don't like it. And when, you know, like we live in a society when you say you don't like something, (laughs) it's misconstrued as being as, as, saying you're militantly against something i don't yeah, care you, you don't support it or whatever it. yeah, yeah like i hate not in support. it support exactly oh, like i'm like i'm i'm in the streets campaigning against it i'm westboro over here you know like <laughs> you know like, i'm not that person okay i just don't care right i don't yeah. give a shit right i am old enough i'm the old guard right i'm old enough to remember when fuda was the nichest shit that ima- that was oh, imagined yeah. too yeah yep, yep. It was something that it came in and you saw it and you're like, that's kind of kinky. All right. I'm feeling it. Right. But once it became mainstream and arguably it's more mainstream now than just heterosexual porn. Like I'm going to put that. It's Mm -hmm. so prevalent at this point that it's, it's, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of seeing it. I was getting so many commissions for Fuda. Like that's all I ever got. I was getting self-conscious that I had a vagina. It's, that's it it's, it's almost like, vanilla it's almost vanilla get, in a way it, it's crazy so yeah. he so he, he here's the thing for me and this is something a lot of people don't understand about me right and my art or whatever i'm not against anybody look i love the gays i love the, the boys <laughs> i love the girls i love it all i, I don't hate anybody 
You love but, vase. But but a big a big thing for me when I'm looking at sex, I'm looking for a feminine energy and a masculine energy. I like the I like the yin and yang. I love that shit, right? Because to me, that's that's what makes it interesting. Now and then after that, you tie in all of the like the other kinks, like power dynamics, uh, you know, uh, like what the scenario is, etc., so on and so forth. Like who the characters are. But the main thing is the the difference of energies. Two things coming together that are not the same thing. Fuda immediately conflicts with that. Because it creates this pseudo-masculine energy. But overall, you have two feminine energies coming together. And if I want to see that shit, I'll look at at girls scissoring, okay? I don't care about that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to look at that, right? Because I'm not interested. Am I against it? Absolutely not. And do I think it's hot for them doing it? Absolutely. Am I going to blow a load to it? Absolutely not, right? When I look at gay stuff and it's like, let's say we have two masculine men and they're gay, or we have two hyper feminine women, lipstick lesbians, and they're gay. I look at that and that's romantic to me. That's the kind of book that I want to read. I'm like, ooh, it's so taboo. Oh, you know, like, but I'm not like, <laughs> but I'm not looking to blow a wad to it. It doesn't okay. get my goat. Okay. Yeah. But when you've got, I love that. Got, I just love this explanation. I love it. When, when you've got this hyper beefcake, though, this strong masculine energy, almost primal, coming against this hyper civilized, very feminine force. I like to refer to this as the Tarzan and Jane effect. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. When you've got those two things coming together, I'm telling you, harder than a diamond in an ice storm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do know what you're saying. Thank that's, you. That's 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 the shit I'm talking about. Now that's the shit, Chef Kiss. Mwah, you know, like that's you're speaking what I his language right now. Really? <laughs> okay. Even Me I think too. even even to an extent, I think and now that you're saying it, I think I'm kind of like I've fallen into. So I do a lot of fuda. It is a thing, but I got into it at that period what you were talking about where I saw it and I was like, man, it's kind of kinky, you know, like, all right, yeah, I can do that. And I did it because I was in a role-playing group and I was tasked with creating a plant demon. And I was like, oh, you know, it'd be kind of a shtick is if it was both genders because plants are both genders. That's a right. good shtick. And that's how right. I fell into Fuda because I was looking for things and I found it and I'm like, okay, here we go. So I got into it, but I found now that you've said it, that a lot of the dynamics that I create for these things when i when i'm even when i'm doing fuda i have a character who is big and powerful and strong and then i've got someone who's very masculine a, a little more demure a little more like downplayed more Passive. feminine yeah. and so i i still have that dynamic even within that genre so i i think you're, you're really hitting on something there where you're talking about like this you want to see those those worlds collide you i want to see the i want to see both energies i want to see yeah. them both represented I like and, that. And, you know, and I've had the arguments like, oh, you'll draw traps and like dudes fucking traps and, and, and like, oh, you know, like that's basically food. I'm like, no, it is not basically food. Okay. It's not basically food. You are basically a retard. That's so what I got to I gotta, I gotta okay? share something with you. I got to share something with you because I'm, I have to listen to all the food bullshit because I'm a food artist that doesn't fall into a niche. Each 
all within the Fudo community, you got your individual bullshit niches that everyone fights over and they complain. And the trap thing is part of it. Not only the language of using a trap being offensive, which, you know, separate conversation, but we'll have the that fact, conversation if you want to, but we won't the, if you don't want to. <laughs> the fact that uh, there is a joke that is kind of floating around that all Fuda artists are just trap artists who haven't admitted it yet. What? <laughs> that, it's, that eventually all food artists will eventually slide into into that it's area. correlation <laughs> not causation it's correlation. Yeah. but it's it's this joke that that goes along and i've got a couple friends who every now and then if i if i'm drawing something that looks like it's kind of drifting in that direction they're like is this it is it happening is this the moment for you? And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off with that <laughs> No, shit. It's, it's true. And, and it, that's, that's kind of what's happened to me too, right? It's a, it's a scenario where like, if we're going to talk about the trap and the, the man, that's, that, that's gay, right? Yeah. Uh, but arguably, I would say it's much less gay than Fuda. Okay? Because when I'm, when I'm doing this, I'm drawing a beefcake, fucking this cute little twink. All right? <laughs> All right, and, and it's this little tight booty twink. All right, very feminine energy. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. even if the guy is not a beefcake, he's like he's very decidedly male, right? It's right. it's very clear, right? Yeah. And 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 that's and that's the thing to me. I think the most closeted shit in the world is Fuda. Like, and I don't like that. If you're gonna if you're gonna be that way, come out, dude. You know, like come out, like just let us all know. And and, and and that's kind of my hot take on it. That, that that's the yeah. hot take, right? Yeah. I've is heard it, multiple uh I've heard multiple reasonings for Fuda because I've actually asked some of my commissioners in the past, like, so why do you like Fuda? Most of them say it's because they don't care about seeing a dude, but they still want to see a dick that could come. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and, and for he, me, here's the thing, I'm gonna touch on that exactly, actually. Uh because like that's a strap part, on that, won't that, do that, it for that, them. They need that, a that, dick. That's part of it. I think it's it's Fuda to me. And this is going to be a real hot take, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't usually make hot takes because I'm a very like nuanced, well, evaluated. We're on the record. So if you yeah. don't want this. On- <laughs> no, well, this I want, is, I want people to know because nuanced. I'm going to explain it because I can't explain this on Twitter. Right? This has already been pretty nuanced. All right. So, uh, um, it's going to start with a hot take and I'm going to tell you why it's less of a hot take. Okay. okay. I think that Fuda is the most juvenile form of pornography for a male. All right. And the reason I think that is because I really feel like it's dealing with a scenario in which the male is so uncomfortable, the the viewer, the viewer is so uncomfortable with the sight of another male that may dom them uh, that they can't stand to see it. it it's offensive mm. to them. It makes them uncomfortable. This is the kind of guy who's in the locker room who will take a shower after everyone else in the locker room. Okay. Oh. And, and, it's a form of pornography that it caters so aggressively to the insecurities of the emasculated male. Like a beta that, energy. That, that, yeah, it's very beta. It's the most beta <laughs> form of pornography that I've ever seen because interesting because you, and, and let's make it clear. I don't self insert. I'm not that person. Okay. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people do. And a lot of these <laughs> people, a lot of these people who, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But a lot of these people who, these men who like Fuda, very few women I've noticed who are. Okay, so what was what was the last point I was trying to make? I think I was trying to make that it's the most beta form of pornography. There, okay. that is that is what you said. We yeah. had a technical difficulty, but we're back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, and, and I think that that that's part of it for me is that because it's it's again it's very juvenile, and I'm not trying. To, I want to make it very clear. 
I'm very supportive of anyone who's into anything. You won't find someone who's more at least open to yeah. this kind of stuff than we're me. talking about okay. your tastes here. It's your like, tastes. It's like, it's like, like none of this is coming from like a hate position. Right. But it's just like, people need to understand that. I just, I can't jive with it because it's so far out of my wheelhouse. Okay. But because again, like I said earlier, when you say, I don't really like something that basically means you're on, you're picketing for it. You're picketing against it, you know? Uh, and I don't care, you know, but the reality is that a lot of what I do, you know, if I'm going to do smut, I'm going to do stuff that I like, you know, I'm going to accept commissions that are thematically things that I like. I'm going to draw things that I enjoy. And a lot of what I enjoy, if we have to remove the male aspect, it's very, it's very feminine energy, you know? And again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's just women. I've drawn traps before, you know, very feminine traps. I'm into that shit for the record. Okay. Uh, but I just, you know, like when I do commissions, a lot of people don't understand this and it's actually a, a very, it's a much less hate filled take that than people think it is. But the reason I don't accept that or do that content is because I firmly believe that if I can't deliver on it to us, to the degree where I feel like, oh, I'm smashing it. Right. I know, I know, I get it. I know what you want. I've got what you need. I've got exactly what you're looking for right here in this big trench coat. You know, oh. <laughs> uh, I don't accept it. I just don't accept it. Like I don't accept the commission. I don't want to do it. I don't want to draw it because I don't get it. It's, it's, it's like this scenario, which I'm not going to pretend that I get what you, what you like, because I don't, I don't understand. I like male energy, not male. I like masculine energy and feminine energy. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's, and you, again, FUDA is the thing. It blurs that line to such a degree. I can't tell where the goalpost is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of people are going to come me. What if the FUDA is buff? I'm like, that's a girl, <laughs> dude. That's a girl. It's, it's like, a, girls could be buff, man. Yeah. Buff <laughs> chicks are hot. Buff chicks are fucking hot, but not buff it's, chicks with dicks. Okay. I, I really, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I get that like kind of yin yang thing too. That you were explaining to like that's a very a good way of putting it i i'm very much like uh 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 chocolate in my peanut butter peanut butter in my chocolate kind of guy but i totally understand when someone doesn't want to uh be that kid at the fucking burger king who's allowed to pour his drink for you know his own drink for the first time and just runs down the aisle of soda and puts everything fucking in it you know, <laughs> it's like, man, look at this masterful creation that I created. No, I get it. Like, so they, not everyone's going to do that thing. And yeah, it is a bit, it can be a bit uh, juvenile, if not. So, yeah, I, I think you've actually given a lot of nuance to the explanation that you're right. You could not give on Twitter. <laughs> like, <there's, laughs> yeah. There is no way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of it, like, again, you know, people look at the term juvenile, you know, like, some people are just there mentally. I'm sorry. That's, that's the reality, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you're at mentally. I'm not, I, I'm not looking to put you in a gas chamber. Okay. Like I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care, but I, but I'm not going to be involved in the scenario regardless of what's right. going on, you know? If, and, if that, you- and, and, and that kind of indifference, these people, again, here's a last little bit of nuance. These people are so used to being catered to. They're so used to that. And, uh, I'm not gonna, you know, again, 
I don't want to go into this as a whole other big topic, but it's very similar to this scenario. It's why I don't accept furry commissions either, right? Mm -hmm. The same type of people that like FUDA, like the the profile, are furries too. Right. I uh, and, and I gave just, a shot at anthro stuff, and it's like sometimes I can hit it, but because I don't get it, like you were saying, most of the time I don't. And so, like, I, I gave it a shot for a little while. I thought I could do it, and I, it's not something I can deliver on, so I just... The, the, I just there are some people who, they nail it so hard for me, I'm like, I can't I can't beat that guy. And I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to drop a name, who's my favorite uh, furry artist. His name is Wolfie Nail. I think it's Wolf Nail or Wolfie Nail. He's on mm -hmm. Fur Affinity. That guy is, like, the final form of the furry artist I would like to be, but I know if I try to be that guy, <laughs> yeah. I'll never be him. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be like, I'm like a ditto trying to, to, to morph into Pikachu. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to kind of look like Pikachu, but it's gonna, I'm going to look a little derped out, you know? Yeah. And so you I'm, are I'm the, not even, you are I'm the, not even, you are the Krillin to his Goku. Basically. Exactly. I'm not even going to try. Like I've got value, but it's not, I'm not Goku uh, level. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And it's, I'm never going to save Earth. No one's going to wish me back <laughs> unless it's Goku. And the 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 thing the thing you said too about like you know if I if you don't get it and I'm, you're not passionate about it, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I I love that idea because it, I've I've said it before and I'm sure I've said it on past episodes. It's if you don't like what you're doing, you might as well just go back to working retail or whatever. That's you know, it. Whatever shit. That's you were that doing big dick energy right there. That's, you know, that's what I'm talking about. If if you're miserable. You know, find the thing that you like doing. For a long time, uh, Hizzy has been struggling, you know, a little bit. And I want her to do her ideas. I've heard some of her ideas, and I love them. I love them so much. I want to see them happen. Just keep going. I, I, I love... She's she's coming because she she'll pitch the ideas to, to Flux and I. She'll just bounce them off of us. Well, what do you think? What do you think? And I'm like, dude, I fucking love this. I want to see this happen. I want a comic of this. I want I want art of this. I want I want all of it. And it's just one of those things where it's like if you're stuck in a situation where you can't throw it out, I understand. But it's like, man, I really want to see those things happen someday. Hizzy knows what I'm talking about too. She knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I like the darker stuff, but I I didn't build my fan base around that stuff, and now I'm kind of just like stuck. You're paying for it now, aren't you? Yeah, You're emotionally yeah. paying for it. Oh, yeah. And, and, I want to die. And, and, and that's exactly why I don't do the kind of shit. I don't ever do. Look, I'm I'm again, I'm old guard, right? I'm I've been doing this way too long. I've been I've been in the weeds way too long. I understand. I'm enlightened. I know that like, look, <laughs> you can chase clout all you want. I can draw as many Fuda images as I want. I could cash in big money, right? I could draw as much furry art as I want to. And I've drawn furry art for a long time. That little dip that I was talking about earlier in the podcast, uh, I kept doing furry art for one client because, you know, he paid. He was easy to work with. It, everything was fine. But, you know, I, I just I realized that I just think that's not me. That's not what I want to do. And at the end of the day, art is something that is so it's 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 the kind of job when it becomes a job. And I don't want to get off on this because it's going to be a long thing and we're trying to wrap up it somewhat immediately <laughs> soon, right? But uh, when, when art becomes a job, it's the one thing to me, it's the only, the only other thing I can reference is like if you're a writer or you're a musician, uh, art is falls into those categories and those and those three are the only thing this applies to in which it is impossible to treat it just like a job, right? Yeah. If you're an accountant 
or you're a doctor or you're anything else, you can at some point say, this is my job. And you can emotionally dismiss yourself from it. Because art of any kind comes from inside you, it is driven by your your the ego and the id, you can never fully dismiss it. And if you do, you might as well just quit. You just, just quit. Just don't. You'll make more money. You'll be happier doing literally anything else, right? So when I do this kind of stuff and when I say, like, I'm not doing this, I'm not, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. That's why I'm doing it because I've already accepted that. I've been around long enough and I've made all the, the right, right and wrong mistakes or whatever that I've realized that you, you just can't do it. So I'm just not even going to tread into that territory. I already know that it's not going to work out for me. Okay. On the topic of, of Hizzy and her art, I want to put it out there. I want to get it on the record. Don't cut this out. <laughs> uh, a lot of the shit that she's been doing, uh, you know, I've been looking at her work on and off since 2009 ish. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The work that she's producing right now that she's losing followers over is the best work I've ever seen from her. Period. Hell yes. <laughs> Far enough. Fuck yes. Far enough. Yes. <laughs> Throw the rest of it in the dumpster. I'm sorry. I know you worked on it. This it's that, that shit ain't you. <laughs> This new shit, <laughs> Thanks, like the dude. the one where you blew the eye out, I was like, now this is art, all right? Yeah. And I don't say that a lot <laughs> in this particular area. Literally right? killing it. Literally <laughs> slaying it. Like the stuff, yeah. and a lot of it, I want to be very clear, right? Hizzy and I are, I, I, I can, I look, a sailor recognize another sailor, a big horror fan, I take it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, this is the stuff that, uh, again, I'm about to be that bitch, Hizzy. Get ready, okay? All right. Uh, the rest of your work seems phoned in, but when oh, I yes. see <laughs> when I see the stuff that you're doing that's making you lose followers, I'm like, now this is the content I came here for. This is what I want to see. <laughs> this is the kind of shit. A lot of it, to be clear, makes me uncomfortable. But <laughs> that's my, good, though, right? My view, my views on art is that if it doesn't elicit a visceral reaction, just quit. You, you already lost. You lost the game, right? Yeah. I'm the kind of person that looks at stuff. I like to look at things that make me uncomfortable because that's the kind of stuff where I'm, I'm just looking to feel something, you know? Yeah. But when I see the same shit parroted over and over and over again, like how many ways can you draw a butt before it gets tired, right? You know, yeah. like Hizzy's over here drawing all this weird like pseudo circus tentacle you know, pseudo rape, non-con shit. And then there's blood and there's gore and it's like semi-sexual. It's very Hellraiser. And that's my favorite, that's my favorite horror movie. Right. It, <laughs> yeah, be, because it's the perfect movie that like it breaches sexuality and horror and repulsion. Right. That's the vibe I'm getting. And that's what I'm looking for. That's the kind of shit I like to see. Okay. You got to make me cry, dude. It's, it's uh, really, you it's know, really, a lot he's, of people he's like me, people who are passionate words, about, they're yeah. not going to tell you that, but I want to get it on the record. I'm saying it. Okay. Uh, Thank you. We all need like, to be kind of doing what we want to see. And that's what we don't see a lot of, especially in the not safe for work territory, because everyone is playing the social media game and that game is trash. That's a game that leads to depression. Trust me. Oh, I'm yes. speaking from, oh, a, from a personal it. place. Yeah. That's a game that, that. If you, I would rather have 10 likes on something I cared about. Now, I didn't think this before, but I think this now, now that I'm older and more experienced. I'd rather have 10 likes on something I cared about versus 1K likes on something I did not give a shit about. Okay? Me too. Yeah. yeah. And if that. people don't like that, it's because you've cultivated the wrong market. 
And that market will inevitably show up if you keep doing whatever you want to do. Right. And that's kind of what for, I'm trying to do. That's why I do not do FUDA to yeah. tie for it back a while, in. It was like, for a while, it was like that was the thing that... So the community had a very different flavor. You guys all remember. The community was very different once upon a time. So being able to do the things that, that Hizzy was doing, that was exciting. And there was a collaborative feel to it. And there was a lot of energy. And then it turned into this kind of uh like the 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 heart went out of it almost all the edges were basically filed off what again tying it again to fuda fuda was once a edgy kind of like oh this is weird and fucked up and then it just got it's everywhere <laughs> then it was now. everywhere yeah and then it's just all and, and, the edge it's, it's like the hottest thing off. now it's the hottest yeah. thing uh, our, for a while our- we were we were talking about uh how the community went through an uh, a natural uh, ebb and flow, a natural ebb and flow of what was hot, what wasn't, what everyone was on, what everyone wanted to try. And it wasn't always just fan art. It was like themes and ideas. And once Fuda hit that kind of like thing, it just stayed and it hasn't let go in the West. Apparently the East is kind of moved on. I guess they're over, the, over there. They've been over it for a while. They're over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the West is just kind of like stuck at that point. And but for for I want to I want to touch on this after you're done with your explanation, please like come yeah. back to me because I got I got, I've got an idea on this and why it is, and yeah. I want to put when, this out there. When Hizzy basically was able to move out of that kind of like a, a frozen wave in the ocean, almost, um, she was able to move out of it and start exploring the things that she wants to do. I'm like, yeah, I still like the stuff you did, but I like that I can feel the heart in this again i can feel that that beating heart i can feel that this is a thing that you want to be doing this is the thing that you're passionate about and that's all i really want for people who are in this sphere is that if you're going to be doing the thing it should be something you're you're passionate about and that you love and i would love to see a whole communities built up around that again because a lot of it has has been lost you know because we're all i think you, you said earlier like clout chasing I think, and it's. I think it's damaged a lot of the the community in general. But yeah, yeah, but it comes at a price, though. Oh yeah, yeah. You you pay no matter what. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to real quick put this out there. Everything that we're talking about right now, um, I'm talking to the viewer right now. We're saying this from a freelance perspective. Understand that. Because right now we all have the ability to choose whatever it is that we're drawing. We have the ability to choose which commissions to take. What we put out there into the the the, the sphere uh, is what we choose it to be, and that's why we're saying make sure that whatever that is is something you want to do. That does not quite count when you uh, when you put it into a corporate mindset. If you're hired by a company. And they're like, we want you to be the artist on this project, on this game, on this advertising campaign, whatever. Then, no, you probably won't have the ability to choose what you're doing. You will do what your art director tells you to do or what corporate tells you to do. That is a different environment. So I just want people to understand there is a difference. So if you're working freelance, yes, please do whatever it is that you want to do. Build your your online persona or your your resume or, or, you know, your portfolio off of that. Absolutely. Because whatever you like is probably going to be your best work rather than what someone, someone else wants you to do. But if you get hired by a company or something, just understand your, your wishes may have to go by the wayside for that paycheck. 
So yeah, and and he, you know, Flux touched on something that I am more than qualified to speak on, and mm-hmm. I want to elaborate on a little bit more uh, for those who don't know, because I've been working in the art field for ooh, since 2012 ish. Mm-hmm. I was doing some freelance before that, but my first real studio job was 2012. Uh, I I had a lot of growing pains at that time, and I want to just make sure people know what the score is before they go in because I save a lot of people some heartache. I really wish at that time there had been people like me or anyone else who are willing to just lay it on the line. Uh, A lot of people go into art and they think that oh, I'm going to get to do whatever the fuck I want. This is the dream job, you know, et cetera. I, in art, it doesn't matter. It's corporate. It's very corporate. And the second you start treating it like it's not corporate, that's the second you've lost. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to make it incredibly clear that when you take a corporate job for a studio and you're working on a big, the next big animation, you're working on the next big game. Okay. Uh, no one gives a shit about your ideas. Okay. No one gives a shit about uh, what you think is cool. No one cares about uh, what you think is this, that, or the other. And a lot of people, I've seen it. I've seen it happen in person. They'll look at the art director and they think this guy's just a dick. He doesn't get it. He's he's the problem. Like, no, that art director more more often than not knows what corporate expects because they've gone past the bullpit and they're in a position where their job is to tell you what to do to make the company money. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the second that you sit and think like, oh, my art director is going to care about my ideas and my vision, he doesn't. He doesn't. I know that's hard for people to hear, right? But they don't care. They don't care. They care about what's going to make money. And they care about a lot of things that a lot of people don't think about. They care about stealing ideas. They care about going to Hizzy's profile when they're making their new game and seeing like this shit freaks me out. I think there's money in this like tentacle penetrating this girl from this guy's stomach. Let's take that idea. <laughs> they want you to do shit like that. They want that shit. That's what they want. They want something that is, it's a sure bet, right? So the second you think you're going to go into art and then you're going to be able to be a fine artist, you've already lost. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Get it out of your head. Okay. You're going to come in and you're going to be what me and my friend refer to as a wrist. They're going to give you a brief. Your wrist fulfills the brief. You don't get to have a say. Your job is to fulfill the brief as best as you can based on someone else's popularity. That's the sad reality of the way things are working right now, okay? So I want to make that incredibly clear to people. If you really want, and this is horrible to say, and I hate to say it, but I like to drop the truth bombs, right? Uh, If you think that your vision is going to be met when you go into art as a profession, you're wrong. If you want your art, if you want your vision... Uh, if you want your, your, your vision met, you need to do freelance and you need to understand that freelance comes with all its own challenges. You need to look into that. Right. So anyway, I want to like kind of wrap up generally (laughs) speaking. Uh, we, yes, we are talking about the stuff. Like I want to bring up the quote that I, I heard the other day, which is basically, and it's very true, which is that uh doing stuff that you care about is great for your soul and it's horrible for your bank account 
Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm living that right now. That's, yeah. that's so the, I want to make that very words. clear. But at the end of the day, the reason I think that's very valuable is a lot of people that really puts you in the category A or B. Do you care about your money or do you care about your soul? And that's a hard oh decision God. to make. Right. But I'm telling you one thing. You can always live with your bank account. You can never only you can never really make amends with your soul. Right. And that's exactly why I want to make it incredibly clear on the food issue, <laughs> on what Hizzy has been producing, on every single thing. You need to be true to yourself. If you make money being true to yourself, I don't care how much it is. That's money you earned. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's the audience that you've earned. That's the audience that wants to see what you're producing. Uh, you know, I had no idea when I was looking at Hizzy's work back in 2009-ish or whatever, I didn't know this is what it was going to end up like. But I think deep down, I think I knew. You know what I'm saying? I feel like <laughs> I, feel like I have my, 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 my... You're not my surprised, hand. basically. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised. And, you know, when someone came out with it, I was like, you know what? This is what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, I, I went through a series, and I want to make this very clear because this is another thing that comes up. And, you know, maybe no one has talked about it. It's not as hot as the food issue. Uh, I make sure that I keep a very small follow list so people will notice that I will follow them, then unfollow them, and then et cetera, so on and so forth. The only people that never really make the cut list, right? They never they, they, they never get up on the chopping block is because I can tell that that person is doing what they want to do. Hizzy has survived three entire Ooh. slash lists. Okay. Wow. <laughs> where I've gone through and I've curated my follows. Like I don't want to see sh I don't want to see shit where you're phoning it in. I don't want to see that shit from I don't an artist perspective. That shit. For, exactly from an artist perspective. I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to make that shit. <laughs> it killed me, man. It killed me. I don't want to because yeah, and you learned the hard way just like I did, right? I don't yeah. want to see that. So if I don't follow you, it's not necessarily because I don't like your art. It's like, I just feel like you're kind of not doing what you think you need to be doing. And you can always tell. And uh, again, a sailor recognizes another sailor. Right? I dig it. So you got to set those standards. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Uh, well. But but Hizzy, I know you. And look, I know you're hemorrhaging followers. I know, I know that people are looking at you and they're like, what is this bitch doing? What is she? What is this bitch care. doing? I was here for the 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 fucking vanilla humpings. Like, what is going on? Yeah, now, you know what? Now funny this bitch is, is out here doing tentacle and non-con and like guru shit and all this other. And I don't do guru because that's not my vibe. But listen, I like I like it when you do it. You're really hitting on the mark. You know, I, I, everything you. for me is nuanced, right? And, and I yeah. see that you're making, even if I don't like the content, I like when an artist is doing what they like to do because you can tell. And I want to make that incredibly yeah. clear to all artists. And I want if, if there's anything that comes out of this podcast, this is the point I want to make because I know we're trying to wrap up. I'm sorry. Uh, the point I want to make, good. I want to make is that um, if you like what you're doing, everyone can tell. Whether they yeah. know it or not, they can tell. I'm going to quote Red Letter Media because I'm a big fan. You didn't notice, but your brain did. Okay? <laughs> and I can uh, tell Hizzy right. is I... doing the kind of shit that she wants to do. I'm trying to do the kind of shit that I want to do. Or rather, not do the kind of shit I don't know what that I want to do. Every, I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm all over the place, right? But yeah. I'll, I'll like dip my toes in here and there, see if I like it. I already did the food run. I didn't like it. Right. 
So I want us all to kind of like get more to get more back to that because kind of like what uh what Ren said, you know, like there was a time when everyone was kind of just doing what they wanted to do because there were no rules, social media, clout chasing, likes chasing, that shit didn't exist. We were all kind of just like, I like this. This is what I'm going to put out. That that was the golden era. That that was the era that was the old guard where you know you could yeah. you had to go to galleries, you had to search artists, yeah. out. you had to do all this stuff. And 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 when you found people, you're like, not, not this fucker gets it. He gets it. He, <laughs> yeah. he knows what I like. That's your real fan. And that's who you do need to prioritize. Okay? Oh. Don't prioritize the numbers because the second you do that, you're gonna be clout chasing the rest of your life. Don't and chances you are. are you're going to be unhappy no matter what those numbers yeah. are. You will be unhappy. Yes, exactly. I, I've been the person who's chasing 10 K likes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got 10 K likes in the last post and I am not happy. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to put that out. It won't there. make it won't make a difference. I think it's actually a good sentiment for us to, to, to end on. I think that should be the thing that we leave people with. That's the, that, for, for the end of final this, thought. Yeah, I no, I, I really, I really think that that's that's a, a good place to to call it. I'd love to have you on the show again. Like you've yeah. obviously yeah, got a lot, a lot to say, a lot, uh, a lot of experience under the belt. I think that there's way more to dig into here, actually. Um, but I think I think this is a good place to to stop, and we'll pick up again at a at another point. No, for sure. Call me back whenever you guys feel like it. You know, we Absolutely. we already tried to struggle to get this one to happen, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah it took some doing, bit. but that's mostly Life our fault. Life has been a real bitch lately. Yeah, yeah. well, it's been All a right. bitch for everybody. But I had a good time. Uh, thank too. you guys it's for hosting to have me. Uh, a- absolutely man and uh if people want to go find your work they can find you at uh well at bunk wizard on twitter yeah. um yeah. and there's that's it right there's no other sites or anything right no there isn't there's no other sites right now. okay all right all right well Perfect. uh again thank you so much for joining us and uh for you the listener thank you for listening to our our perspectives and inane ramblings And uh, we'll catch you all next time. Have a good one. Bye.